Wardcast episode 176. Go! We're back. We're back in the uh, the studio. We're we're back. It's finally. We're finally. We're finally back. We're yeah. starting 2019 off right where it should be on February 2nd. Mm-hmm. Yep, the start of the year. I'm yeah. I'm I'm joined once more by Alex Damrath. Hello, who just brave soldier that he is <laughs> came out even though he's feeling under the weather. Yeah, said he had a rough week. One of my famous week long colds, starting I, with Global Game Jam and lasting up until today. Perhaps even more days. We will see. Well, we're happy you could join us. Yeah, and then also joining us, Jeff. I didn't ask how to pronounce your last name. It's Stager. Stager. Jeffrey Stager. Jeffrey no. Stager. Do you prefer Jeff or Jeffrey? Uh, Jeffrey's fine. Okay. Uh, Je- well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it simple. Jeff. Okay, Jeff. All right. All right. I already wrote down Jeff in the audition. Yeah, so we don't, we don't want to confuse the audition. So we'll, we'll keep it with Jeff. That's good. Okay. How are you doing? Uh, one of the more recent members of RVA Game Jams. Yeah, yeah. New to, new to Virginia, relatively. And Welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank our, you. Mm-hmm. Our governor's a racist. Just yeah, that was this yeah. Morning. yeah. That was uh, that was my that was my wake up news. Yeah, <sighs> a lot of the headlines were just like Governor Northam apologizes, and I'm like, for what? And then you click the article, and it's like, oh, oh no, well, uh, uh, can't endorse that anymore. Get the hell out, Northam. Like, <laughs> yeah, was he uh, any sort of popular before this? He was uh, Terry McAuliffe's lieutenant governor. Yeah, so he was the last. Terry McAuliffe was the last governor. Um, Terry McAuliffe was, you know, pretty well regarded, um, and so I think Northam. So kinda, no reason to dislike this guy out of the either yeah. Day. Not that I know. I mean, like he's probably your your classic like neo lib, but right. Um, I don't know. And then I also don't know anything about Fairfax. I think he used to be Attorney General. Okay. Beforehand, I can't remember. Yeah. But it's very funny seeing this. You know, to give people a little bit of information, it's a photo of uh governor northam from high school where there is a one man in blackface and then another man dressed as a clan member for like a costume party or halloween party in northam has verified that he is one of the people on the photo yes he has not clarified who well specifically his quote is i forget which one is me oh that's good yeah that's that's a good quote (laughs) that's he like that is the specific what he has said which is amazing. So Just, he in, in the worst possible way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's ironic that compared to uh, Lieutenant Governor Fairfax, who is a uh, black man and also was given like a um, letter or like a document written by one of his enslaved ancestors from America. And like that also held the name Fairfax. So must have been from Virginia, Northern Virginia, since we have Fairfax County here. Mm-hmm. And just seeing that very stark contrast mm-hmm. with Northam most likely resigning in wake of this controversy, which he should, because that's a terrible yeah. thing. Yeah. And uh especially with that quote, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah, what the fuck? How do you how how else do you handle this situation? <laughs> I mean, some kind of dignity and poise, I think. Well, I mean, I think if we're up to Northam with the current state of politics, he might have gone either way. But the House of Delegates probably is, should have resigned anyway. House of Delegates is forcing his hand. Yeah, it's like there's literally no one in the House of Delegates that's 
supporting him in this. He's like, right. you got to resign. Like, Black Caucus is like, no. Yeah, no. Um, Hands down. Well, I didn't want to start off on that note, but, yeah. you know. So, so what's this Randy Pitchford? <laughs> this is a new Randy a better, Pitchford a better news. topic yeah. of discussion. Here's the high note. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, so it's been a while since we've had a, a regular episode. We've been we've been out, and I've been traveling, and uh, I, I just want to doing stuff. Yeah, I just want to preface this by saying, like, I've always understood Randy Pitchford to be kind of a terrible human being. Um. <laughs> Well, I mean, not not the worst ever in the world, but definitely not someone I'd want to <laughs> hang out with. Compared to what we were literally just discussing. Right. I guess that's not very fair. But I can see that. Like, yeah. There, I mean, the guy's been, been zany. Yeah. Like, yes. There are he a couple has things a, where it's like, oh, Mayor Randy Pitchford might not be, you know, the nicest guy. Right. Turns out. Well, I haven't heard much of that. So you're talking about, like, in terms of, like, how he is as a manager and stuff, like, abusive towards him. Well, yeah. Not, employees. Yeah. I mean, that was what the article was also Just everything about. I've right. seen him in person, he just kind of, you know, comes off as, like, just to you know he thinks a lot of himself mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. he also kind of comes off as as like a the kind of a creep like he's just, yeah. he's just wacky right like so like there's the magic thing like he's super into magic and he has like a <laughs> license or whatever it is like he's like you know magician perfect. magic yeah. Not yeah. yeah yeah yes um and he also was routinely mocked when battleborn came out because he was talking about hobby grade mobas as like the the line item selling point of of battleborn which did not mm. do well at all you also um, yeah giant bomb talked about this that he like brought up uh battleborn porn when that was relevant with overwatch's thing great oh yeah so the guy so, yeah, yeah the guy's a little off he's, he's a little uh, creepy i'm gonna i'm gonna weird. go ahead and read this headline from ars technica uh amidst legal battle gearbox ceo says he left a usb stick of porn at, medi- oh. at medieval times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember this now. Yeah. We were laughing like, oh, geez. Okay. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> basically, what happened Christ. was, so he's in, so he's in the legal fight with like his um, ex counsel. I think. Yes, ex counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's his personal counsel or Gearbox's. I think it was Gearbox's counsel. If right. I'm- but it, he was like a close friend of Pitchford. Right. And yeah. so they had a falling out and all this stuff happened. So and uh, the legal counsel basically filed a lawsuit for like unclaimed or unpaid like wages and fees against Gearbox. And um, in his filing, he like listed all of these like super poor decision making things on the behalf of randy pitchford and gearbox in general mm-hmm. one of the things being randy pitchford went to medieval times at some point and left a usb drive full of company secrets of like unannounced and unreleased games all sorts of internal documents and then also a uh recording of a uh, cam girl porn video yeah and it was listed by the ex council guy that you know it was some underage porn right and so Randy he, Pitchford quickly so, so, came out so and said oh no yes. it's, so it's not underage he has like <laughs> this as this like um preemptive strike on Pitchford's part he went on this magician's <laughs> magic focus podcast yeah. and talked about how uh he, the reason he had the video was because it had a magic trick. In oh it. yeah! No, the woman did a performance you that wanted... seemed unreal, and so she had to have 
known magic. He needed to know the trick. He needed, he needed to, know. to figure it out so he could do it. There was fluids that appeared oh. in a quick and rapid way that seemed unrealistic to Randy Pitchford's this knowledge. This is getting into new detail territory for and me. And so he said that seemed, <laughs> she must have like a like fake sleeve or like some sort of like sleight of hand thing where she is conjuring this fluid to appear and that has to be a magic trick. It's so all, I'm going to study this video. It's all for magic. To see how the magic trick was performed. Wow. And so he did that after the USB was stolen, but before the news got out about it, right? As a, is, as a form of like preemptive countermeasure against the shitstorm that would appear, right? So it's right. almost like, so if you're, you're familiar with like poor man's copyright, yeah. you draw a picture of something that you originally created and then you mail it to yourself and you get it back and you leave the envelope sealed. Then if someone takes you to court saying like, I created this thing, you can say, no, you didn't. I created it because I have the sealed document showing that I created it originally postmarked by a federal agency um, of this date and time. And we're going to open it now and show, hey, look, I have the original creation. That's yeah. basically what he's doing there. Yeah. Where he is seeding. Obviously, his PR people were like, you need to go on this podcast and make <laughs> the magician podcast start talking about your cam girl porn. <laughs> and then we'll have this as past evidence of the fact that you did not have pornographic material on a company flash drive solely because it was pornographic just buy two flash drives or don't leave your flash drive full of your porn and company documents in a medieval times i mean look obviously yeah that's something you shouldn't do either but the easiest solution to this is have two flash drives right. one for porn and one for work he can't he can't afford that he's just why, yeah why bring it into a medieval <laughs> time why do any why of this you brought it into a medieval time there's you know, so you know, many poor business meeting or something so many poor decision make look we got to eat these mutton chops first and then we could talk about you know I can only discuss business over uh, two two like makeshift knights having a lance battle. <laughs> like right. it's we gotta watch this joust first. That's a then... joust, yeah. I forgot the name of that. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, yeah. So all right, now now I'm remembering more of this. I and just... also, if lest you forget, last year he also got like something on the scale of several million dollars stolen from his personal funds by a former assistant. Oh, I didn't hear about that. I yeah. did not. Wow. So, like, Randy Pitchford's kind of been in probably not the most dire straits, like, financially. He's probably fine. Yeah. But reputation-wise... He's just kind of a clown. Not doing the best. <laughs> also, yeah. unrelated to the porn stuff, um, I believe one of the claims of the ex-council was that he had siphoned a whole bunch of, like, bonuses and, like, revenue that was supposed to go to the team just into a personal... Well, into an account tied to his magic business. Right. Like, $12 yes. million or something Excellent. that should have gone to the to the Gearbox employees. That's... So, wow. that's cool. That's a cool thing. So, my big thing, just to clarify, because you brought this up, Jeff, about the, uh, <laughs> the video about how, um, in, in, in the filing, the, the former counsel says that it was underaged. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, why the fuck? Why are you even like making fun of this? Like this should immediately be like cast this guy to the floor. Yeah. It wasn't underage. Um, I think his, I think the terminology Randy Pitchford used on the same podcast was like barely legal or yeah. something, Jail like, bait, something like that. Yeah. 
of legal age, but I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like yeah. that part is so gross. It's just ridiculous. It's that, just so yep. fucking stupid. Like you know, between this and the Starbreeze thing and all the other, like there's no pornographic like undertones to the Starbreeze stuff, but it's like <laughs> just as stupid. I don't know yeah. if I heard about the Starbreeze. Well, so thing. Starbreeze is like basically shutting down because right. uh, Bo Anderson. Um, there's a great write-up on uh, Eurogamer about it, but basically Bo Anderson made a bunch of poor investments on a bunch of shit. He took all the Payday money and all the Payday 2 money and basically threw it into VR and all these random Hollywood ventures and all this oh. other shit. And also the Walking Dead game that did terribly. Oh, yeah, that everyone loved. Yeah. Right. Um, and then basically Which, like blew the company apart. Yeah, the, the news of, of how that basically tore itself out from the inside... Like essentially, if you hadn't heard, they were working on a a homebrew engine that was essentially unusable. Right. And so about before the Walking Dead game. Yes. And so they were like, okay, let's use this for the Walking Dead game, and it just wouldn't work, wouldn't cooperate, and they apparently just had to in the last year they had scheduled of the game's development, or they had like tacked on a lot of extra time. I forget. Uh, they were just like, all right, let's just try and do it all in UE4 at the right. last minute. And basically, what the report was saying was everyone working on it knew it was going to fail horribly and they would be out afterwards, essentially. Yeah. What a shame. I yeah. like some of uh, Starbreeze. I think they made the um, the Vin Diesel game, right? So, yes and no. So basically, anyone that has worked on a game you liked is no longer there. Oh, all right. Well, so, yeah. so the Vin, so the 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 Chronicles of Reddick team, which was also, I think, some of the. Uh, was it Vanquish they also made? Or uh, no, Syndicate. They made the Syndicate reboot. Yeah, and they um, went on to make, make machine, machine games. games. So which, that's the Wolfenstein people. Oh, yeah. yeah. So basically, like, okay. the, that de- that like that team that you really like. Turns liked, out was, I like Wolfenstein, yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> that's the Wolfenstein team. And then Ulf Anderson, who is Bo Anderson's brother, went and left and made uh, 10 Chambers, and they're making GTFO, which is that other Payday-esque team-based uh, shooter um, but it's more like Left 4 Dead esque. It's about you like going down this subterranean like fortress and like breaking into like vaults and and shit. And there's like monsters that you're fighting. Gotcha. So it's got like a bunch of payday DNA with mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. I both really love and kind of hate the, the title GTFO. I was GTFO. gonna say yeah, that's a that's like a if it's weird... a working title, that's fine. If it's not, I'm kind of okay yeah, with that's it. That's a final title. Come yeah. on, what are you doing? But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so like, and, and, and the crazier part is that, so Starbreeze originally, so Ulf and Bo Anderson were originally from Overkill, which was another Swedish dev. Mm-hmm. So both of these teams were are in Sweden. And um, Starbreeze was basically in dire straits years ago, and they went and purchased, quote-unquote purchased Overkill. But what actually ended up happening was they paid Overkill and um equity and starbreeze equity and they paid them in so much equity that Bo and ulf anderson became the default majority shareholders in starbreeze so when they announced the acquisition it made it seem like it was starbreeze acquiring overkill but what actually happened was overkill basically, basically the other way around acquired starbreeze and ulf and Bo became the the majority shareholders and the um the chief officers of starbreeze and then Bo and Ulf had a far falling out. Ulf went in, uh, made 10 chambers and started working on GTFO. Whereas Bo, riding high on all the payday two money, started throwing money left and right at all these other things. You have the star VR stuff, which is dead in the water. 
They had an IMAX deal using their VR stuff, which is basically the only place you can use it now. And that deal might also be soon going away. But yeah, just another example, like the Randy Pitchford stuff, pretty crazy. Um, but I think it's it's it got a lot of attention just because of, oh, it's Randy Pitchford at like his most Randy Pitchford-esque, mm-hmm. like yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah. So great starting point for the yeah. for the for the episode let's talk smash let's talk yeah let's talk video games <laughs> for the biggest video game this weekend the super bowl guys what happening <laughs> wait is that we're, today we're all excited no, about I think that's tomorrow the that's tomorrow? st louis rams fighting the new england patriots the who no the who, who would have thought that, the patriots the who is not doing this the halftime show they did that a couple years ago wait then who's on first is that okay. no there's no bases in dang are there no bases in football? No. I thought oh. there's just at least downs. this is the one with the baskets, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, this is basketball. Right. That's the one. No, I know sm- I know some sports. Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh it just is this is perfect timing to talk about Smash it's Brothers. It's definitely come out recently and because uh, playing it nonstop. Well also uh Prana Plant just got released. Yeah. Currently so, screwing up everyone's game. Is he? I, well, my I, friends were complaining about like save corruption stuff yeah there were reports of playing piranha plant in classic mode or all-star mode i think okay well we'll delete your save yeah that's fucked up yeah um that's his final smash (laughs) (laughs) delete your save Uh, that's if they ever put uh gomez from fez in there that's his final smash delete your save was that his name yeah i don't think i ever knew that yeah gomez <laughs> um, that sounds like something Phil Fish so, would do. So, Smash Brothers, Alex, you and I haven't really talked about it. We kind of made mention of it at had, Magfest. Yes. Um, passing backs and forths, uh, but never a chance to really discuss it. I really, this might be my favorite Smash Brothers. It might be the best Smash Brothers. It, it might be the ultimate Smash Brothers. Ooh. That's like the name. Ooh. Okay. <gasps> yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think. There's so many great changes that just make it easily the best Smash Brothers that it can be. Um, especially with like all of the attention given towards it as a competitive game alongside being a party game. Because it always has seemed like it's trying to be party first. And now it feels like they're finally on even footing. Um, stuff like heavy characters being viable now. Like no one would ever play Bowser, Donkey Kong, or Ganon just because they can't recover. You just juggle them off the edge. And now, Ganon, Donkey Kong, Bowser, Ridley, you're seeing them, like, finish in tournaments, like, get to the top eight, just because, I mean, they've been given sort of enough damage to, to counterbalance that actual recovery options. The air dodging is a big help. Gandor's sword is absurdly it's, good. It's OP. It's great. It's so fucked up. Would you say, uh, Jeff? Is K. Rule big? Yes, K. Rule's a big one. He's, he's, he's a heavy. Yeah, he has um, a lot of good... I wouldn't say he's a trap character, but he does have a lot of good uh, um He's got a lot range, of good zoning. Range yeah. stuff. Like um, between his crown and his gun, and you can suck up people in his blunderbuss and then shoot them. He's like a zone and setup uh, heavyweight. He's not... Which is very interesting. Um, like all of his stuff sort of catches you in tricks. Uh, it's awesome. I like uh, his propeller pack. Yeah. That's that's really good. That's an amazing recovery for a heavy character. Right. Um yeah, no, the game is the game is really great. It's one of those types of games where I know everyone has their like favorite Smash Brothers, but to mm-hmm. me as long as these types of games that are very mechanical focused 
maintain what was good about previous entries and mm-hmm. then build upon those, you can they're always great. So like what makes Ultimate so great is A, it has all of the characters from every previous entry. Right. Which is so smart, if not a total like scope nightmare. Yeah. And and I feel bad <laughs> I for totally, Sakurai. I totally recognize like I miss trophies. I miss trophies so much, but I totally recognize why I was just like, fuck it, just make them PNGs now. I'm not dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um But so people I, I mean even with this release people are gonna be like oh well, i like melee or i like four and no sure. one likes brawl but, but i've been seeing more and more friends of mine who are melee fanatics go like okay yeah i was gonna say i think a yeah. lot of melee people are really getting into there's it. quite yeah. there, there's definitely a much larger percentage of melee people finally moving over this time and it's it's pretty great it's, uh, it's very funny how they increase the speed of every character yet fox still feels slower than his his melee counterpart yeah yeah but that's i mean i I haven't liked Fox since Melee, and even then, I mean, no, I I, I enjoyed playing him in Melee, but mm-hmm. like now, in terms of the Star Fox roster, my go-to's Wolf. Yeah, Wolf I was, was cool. I was wrecking shop with Wolf a lot. I don't think I've played a Star Fox character in Smash since Melee. Yeah, so I should try Wolf out and see what I think. Wolf, so his like side slash then like puts him in a vertical, mm-hmm. basically teleports him. Yeah, no one sees it coming. <laughs> it's so hard to predict when it's coming and if you catch that that yeah. sweet spot that spikes oh, them they're dead yeah that's a great one it's so good yeah I, I, there are a lot of characters on on there that i i wouldn't normally like think i would have enjoyed because like you kind of start out with like oh i really like this character like because of the game they're from or whatever so like little mac or pac-man mm-hmm. i was playing a lot with but like now i'm getting really good with like ridley or, yeah or wolf um duck hunt Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing pretty decent with Alex and I had a pretty fierce was the Duck Hunt match was good Duck Hunt versus Ken yeah yeah because yeah, as long as I kept you away as long as I kept kicking cans at you I've been having to relearn Ken and Ryu because they feel different enough well Ryu at least feels different enough from a Smash 4 counterpart and that used to be like who I would play the most of in Smash 4 does by he, the end of it does he does he still like pound cake he still loves pound cake okay well whatever Tatsumaki Senpaiucha <laughs> is <laughs> as i don't think he says the 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 pound cake line anymore oh he should well because it was like in street fighter 2 it was so bit crushed you couldn't tell and it's what it sounded like right yeah uh jeff have you been playing much smash no i so i haven't played ultimate the last smash i played was four for the 3ds which is also okay. i only played it on 3ds yeah yeah so i, really I, yeah, I didn't have a wii u so i only played it 3ds but i loved ddd and so but that's mm-hmm. why i asked about k world because my friend was like oh if you like ddd He's also cool. really good. I've seen some good DDD plays. He's pretty great, yeah. Um, he just I, doesn't die ever. He's got um, asshole penguin. He's got a great buff now, where like his neutral B, where he would inhale enemies. Mm-hmm. It now inhales projectiles, Ooh. and then he could send them back out. But any projectile that he can't inhale just gets reflected. Oh wow! So that's a that's a DDD buff. I also didn't know about the Ness absorbing any energy attack. Yes, that can heal him. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah. I hate that. Hasn't it always been that's that way? That's always been that way. I know, but I've never known that. That's been that <laughs> way since the 64 game. That's like, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, any energy attack. So like Fox's lasers. Like It's great because you have projectiles that aren't energy, and then you can bait out a nest to try and use it. But mm-hmm. if you're Samus, then you have like the neutral B he can absorb, but the rockets he can't. So you can like try and bait him into thinking you're going to... You can't charge your rockets. I also like how, how uh, uh, Wolf's laser... Um, he kind of swings it up to shoot it. So yeah. he like pulls it out of his holster and then swings it up 
um, and it's more powerful than yeah. Fox or Falco's, but also there's a bay- bayonet on it. Yeah. So if they're in like melee range, he'll swing it up and he'll hit them with the bayonet and then oh, shoot I them. didn't know that. It's really good. That's pretty sweet. Okay. There's uh, so much love and care in this game. It's yeah. so goddamn good. Honestly, all of like the attention to detail on each character, how they behave, how they uh, interact is, is beautiful. I'm trying to think of like some of my favorite examples. Oh, Proud of Plant just released. Yeah. So, you know, toadstooling as a mechanic in Smash Brothers, right? Um, um, yeah, no. The, the hitbox, the angle of doing it is really tight, but if you're jumping and you essentially land on another character's head, then you hop off of oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's called toadstooling? It's called toadstooling. Okay. Uh, anyway, if you're playing Piranha Plant... <laughs> you know, Randy Pritchford's really big in toadstool. He's <laughs> got this video. <laughs> oh, Sorry, go Pitchford. on. If you're playing Piranha Plant, and you hold crouch, which if you've seen it, he animates when you hold down, he, he like ducks into his pot. Right. Um, if you toadstool him while he's crouched, then he automatically bites for like 4% damage. Wow. Yeah. That's, oh, that's cool. great. Yeah. So it's, he's got like an anti toadstool measure and it's just like a little nod to him as a character. Doesn't do enough damage to be like a super viable move, but it's a cute little quirk. And it's all just there to emphasize their space in that world. He also has his uh his poison shot, right? Which is like mm-hmm. his side B. Yeah. Um the first time I did it, I was like I got I downloaded him, I was like, all right, let's play a play a match and I was like, all right, random CPU, like level four. Mm-hmm. And it was um Incineroar. And I run up and I'm just I, I don't know any of his moves, so I just like randomly just do a side B. Yeah. And he like charges up the the poison spit mm-hmm. which so it like casts a cloud which like it does damage if you're in the cloud of poison right and incineroar shields yes and i do it and he's caught in his sh- he's like locked in his shield and the entire shield just gets eaten down oh, and then yeah. gets paralyzed and yeah. i'm like wow that's a very good uh people have opening, learning like introduction to this character people have learned quickly that the, sh- the poison is not to be fucked with um you either have to uh, like it's great because a, if it hits, it's a really ridiculous amount of damage. If they don't shield it, it's like 50 um, right off the bat, which is nuts. Good God, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah it just sh- ate his shield down. If they just shield it. it the whole way through, it just breaks their shield. Um, <laughs> so it becomes a zoning tool. You have to like use it to get them to like try and go over. Right. And then that leads into traps where you can use like his down B and launch at him or something. Uh, he's all about these really quirky setups. I also like didn't quite get the spike ball neutral B where he just like keeps a spike ball hovering above him mm-hmm. until I saw it used in a couple like tournament settings. Um, so you can like launch it and that's cool. Uh, but mostly what I've seen people doing is like they'll keep it hovering above them and wait and use that as bait. Like someone will run up and attack and then the spike ball just lands on the enemy. Right. So it's all about these these tricks, these setups, these traps. He's he's a very interesting technical character. I've yeah, been, I need to play more because I know he has a very long like like wolf's like vertical or uh, diagonal attack where he like stretches his neck out. So at least that was in the promo yeah, footage. I don't know if it's still a thing. This is down B. You okay. can charge it and then like let go whenever. And uh, how you do it is you can like either stay still and he'll shoot straight up, mm-hmm. or you can angle it left or right. But once you choose to angle it left You're or right, it. you can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't go back to upper the other side because his pot basically he like collects in his pot and the pot falls over mm-hmm. to angle it. Yeah, I like how his ultimate or his final smash is P Piranha. 
Yes, that's pretty good. It's very, very good. Uh, like Pink Piranha because Sunshine is the best Mario game. <laughs> uh, cool. So have you been playing it still constantly since? Yeah, just it about. Came out? It's uh, been out for like a month and a half. I did um, the first round of uh, a tournament at uh, Magfest. I won, but I had to leave. So that was all I got. Right. Um, where I just destroyed this guy who had no idea what he was doing with Ganon. I felt kind of bad. Quitting while you're on top. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that was good. And then I walked out. <laughs> yeah. The poor guy like walked up and he was like, yeah, I haven't played since Brawl. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you'll have a fun time. Yeah. And then like you're just you're maniacal in internal laughter. Yeah. It's just like Brawl. I felt, I felt bad. Um, he ended up picking up K rule though. And then like got like a stock pretty easily on me. I was like, oh, all right. So he, he, he picked it up fairly quick. I think, I think the announcer's bad. It's the same one from four. Yeah, I think it's bad. You don't like him? No. Oh, I, I like him. the melee. Like, this one's a little, like, Bowser Jr. Like, I don't like his his enunciations bother me. I, I don't it's know. It's not terrible. I just don't like it. Yeah. I miss I miss. He's melees. got a great name. He has a name? Yeah. Was well, his, was well his... the voice actor. Master oh. voice? Oh. As uh, Xander Mobius. Xander Mobius. Yes. Hmm. I never knew he had a name. Yeah. He's also no, that's not in. That's the voice actor's name. Oh, <laughs> he was also like 15 when he did Smash Four. Yeah. Oh God, that's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. It's, it's like really Tay cool. Or something. <laughs> like I honestly kind of admired him for a little while. He also did like I think he has a YouTube channel, and he um he uh at one point did like the entire Pokemon rap, but in the Smash announcer voice. Oh, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I he did the theme song, not yes. the rap. Yeah yes um cool so uh so i smash will probably be a con- constant uh um keep coming back to it game in the uh i did want to talk because we were we were discussing world of light oh yes and you were feeling like you didn't want to beat it or play it yeah i which, mean i played a little bit of it and i was like ah, i'm not feeling this okay i mean if you're not feeling you're not feeling it i think it's pretty great you said the payoff was it. good right huh you said ending it was good the payoff's great yes so there's a few things it does. I don't know. In the beginning, it was kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm feeling this. By the middle, you're sort of feeling like, all right, you know, you want to pace yourself because if you keep going, if you if you burn out on it, then you're going to burn out on it hard. Right. It is basically the same game over and over and over again. Sure. I liked sort of the puzzle of figuring out how they came up with these unique fights based on the characters they yeah, were representing. No, the, the fan. Like, those are cool. Yeah. Like, the, the, the fan tribute is is good. That's, I like... Uh, like what's a good one? Um, uh, there's one where uh, you fight Ryu, but his uh his spirit is Dan from oh, Street Fighter, and yeah. he has a blue gi, and like he doesn't do anything, like yeah. he just stands there. <laughs> That's so great. It's it's pink gi, right? Dan, it Dan had be, a blue gi. It should be pink. It should be pink. Oh, then maybe it's pink. Doesn't yeah. he have like a blue accent on it though? Or yes. I, okay. Um, I think he's got like a blue belt or something. I remember he's him a, having like a pink gi and maybe like green gloves or something. But I maybe uh, yeah. Dudley had green gloves. Oh. Dudley has green gloves. Anyway, yeah, oh, yeah, um, maybe I'm he's complaining. A, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Dan's whole thing in Street Fighter is to be the worst character ever. Right. So fighting him in Smash is just like fighting the dumbest CPU in the whole world. Yeah, it's great. Uh, that's I like that. Like even someone who doesn't play a lot of Street Fighter, like I know 
Dan is bullshit. So yeah. that's just that's funny. Um, there so was, I think, my favorite, and and this is maybe my my least favorite thing is you can't replay any of the individual fights in World oh, of really? Light. Yeah, because like I, I did some of them so fast that I didn't like have time to appreciate. It I was like that was so great. I want to do it again. I can't. Right. Um. But there was a uh, the 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 enemy mosquito from Earthbound was like right outside the outskirts of the city. Okay. It's a Mr. Game & Watch sh- shrunk down until you can barely see him. Like, it's just Good. a black speck <laughs> on screen. Okay. And he just starts the match at, like, 300%. <laughs> and you got to hit him. And you, you got to gotta hit him somehow. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's great. Good. Yeah. Um, it was it was nuts. I just... these All these little great ideas. And the fights, you know, some of them can drag. Some of them are broken hard. Uh-huh. And you have to, like, abuse the spirit system quite a bit to be able to get through it. And others, you are just... They're okay. They're all right. You can't yeah. replay them? And you can't replay them. Interesting. Yeah. What, what's um, the thinking there? I don't know. I don't know. There's something yeah. There's something behind, like, one and done. Like, we want you to enjoy this single experience and then move on. Like, I can respect that. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I also feel a frustration of, like, oh, I want to experience it again. Oh, I, I want to master it. Um, that, that would be my problem. My favorite spirit is probably Ness's dad, which is just a telephone. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Um, the most fucked up spirit is Paz from Peace Walker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, if you equip that spirit, you start off with a bomb mm-hmm. in your hand, and that's fucked up, Nintendo. That's, yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> I, uh, there was uh, a bunch of the Earthbound spirit, like the Mother Three spirits, are uh-huh. ridiculous. Like um, uh, n- uh, Lucas's dad, Clint, Clint, Flint, Flint, uh, who you fight in like a, an arena covered in fire, and there's like smoke everywhere and smoke bombs dropping, so you can't see him. You know because f- f- the the first part that you get to play Flint in is like him running yeah, through a burning yeah. forest trying to find his family. Right, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like some of those are just like holy shit that's really good um yeah so just to just to cut to the chase here i you fight galim is the name of the bad guy yeah initially mm-hmm. and galim's a cool fight i like the designs of these two bad bad guys um galim's like you know like the, what the wings are made of or like some metal crystal right. it's like looks like, like some bayonetta shit yeah it's it's super cool i like galim um his fight's good you fight him and then like as he's dying this other big evil force shows up and you find out that like Galeem was like some god deity creature of light and here comes this one of darkness right and so the conceit was Galeem yeah. captured all these characters and made clones of them because he was going to have a big war yeah and Galeem was going to build an with, army with the dark guy who's fight. named Darkon oh yeah gleaming light and Dark, dark, dark on. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. Zacharias. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So after you beat Gleam, like a big hole opens up in the first map and you fall through and on the flip side is like an entirely new map. That's so great. Yeah. So it's like twice as long as you... dying words are, see you on the flip side. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so you go through that world and it's a lot more of like the same thing, although Gleam's whole map is full of like a lot more dungeons and tricks and puzzles, which I thought was neat. Yeah. Um, Isn't like, it, I I really like the map. Is you go to these different locations from different games. Like, isn't like Shadow Moses in the map, and like also yeah. like the F Zero, like Mute City is there. Like, there's a track, there's that you a race go course. To. Yeah, uh, there's a whole like Zelda town, Zelda area that's shaped like one big Triforce. Okay. It's like the forest in one, 
a city and another and like death mountain on the top one that's cool so like you know link zelda ganon um yeah it's all it's all pretty cool lots of great nods again like the love is pouring through even this uh if it hasn't been obvious uh you beat darkon and then you get to a third and final map which is a lot smaller it's just like a big branching See you on the flippier side yeah <laughs> it's uh it's just like a big cloud um like up in the clouds oh clouds there Galim and Darkon are having their big climactic battle. All of these spirits on either side, you have to like follow this winding branching path. And essentially, if you beat every spirit on this board, and then you beat Master Hand, and then you beat Crazy Hand like two more times and unlock every character, um, the truest finalist ending oh. is that Master Hand and Crazy Hand oh. rip open like a vortex and you hop through that. You're going to cry. You get to play as Master Hand. That's Whoa. pretty cool. Yeah. And this is where I'm really upset you don't get to replay shit. Oh, like, that sounds so great. It took great. me like a minute to realize what was happening. You essentially have a mini all-star mode where it throws like each character one after another. All 75 like go after you like um, in a row. And as Master Hand, you have to beat them. With like a set eight hundred health, is it? Um, oh, so it's like a boss rush mode, but you're the yeah. boss. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, and like you get all of his moves, you get the finger lasers, you get to like drill on him, smack him off hate. the stage. God damn it, that's so like, great. That that would be so like fulfilling from like uh finally like you get yours, motherfucker. Like I get to control this shit. Yeah, because <laughs> so many times like his little like index finger, and then it like gleam of light like stabs you and then like mm-hmm. the, the finger guns shooting the, the bullet finger guns is shit. like his most powerful move it's like the neutral b and you get to charge it and it was like my favorite kill move because you'd knock someone off stage and then you just like finger gun <laughs> like just like blow them off damn that's uh, pretty cool a nice yeah. cathartic ending and, and yeah it was like you know the beginning is, is like cool all right this is what this is it sort of slows down and then like this ending is so worth it it, it they just pull out all of the stops um you do that then you get to pick like I think your top three characters. Mm-hmm. You get to pick a, essentially like this is now your stock list or, or the three characters that you want to climb this tower where all these hazards are falling. Um, other like spirits keep spawning, you know, spirits in the form of like other characters. Um, and so it's like it's like no slowdown. You're just having to beat them like as you climb. And then when you reach the top of the tower, you fight both Gleam and Darkon at the same time. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. I think that knowing that, maybe I'll I'll jump back in. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the World of Light stuff's cool, but it's no subspace emissary. I don't think it's quite subspace emissary level, but I think it holds its own. Right. Yeah. They, they do some cool stuff from the, from the sounds of like it. Like, going in not knowing it was... Like, going in and knowing it wasn't going to be subspace emissary, I think, really set it up to be unexpectedly one of my favorite little things yeah let it be its own thing yeah that's cool and i like spirits just in the sense that i liked custom moves and designing you know custom balances and smash 4 yeah it's just it was kind of like, like uh a whiff to me because i mean i i would never want to do like a spirit fight outside of the single player like i i mean i do we did it for fun a few times i thought it was I pretty guess. great people like had a lot of had a great time trying to figure out how to make stuff as broken as possible sure and then you know we'd like ban stuff and say, "All right, don't you can't do that again." Right. But now like get creative and come up with something else. 
So I, I like can't play Bayonetta because Bayonetta is overpowered. <laughs> if you get knocked off the map, you can't recover. No recoveries. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, no, is you have to let them recover. That's gentleman's oh, oh, rules. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can't go off and like hit them off again. You have to let them get back on stage. Uh, should we bring that up? Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I've seen it be a a long running joke now on like the subreddit and stuff. People keep bringing it up. Just like, I don't know. This isn't following gentleman's rules. He used up B on the stage. My one <laughs> the no up B on stage. That's is, incredible. God damn it. So good. Have they played Jigglypuff? Uh, do they know Jigglypuff's up B doesn't do anything? Well, it does do something, does, but like does it that doesn't. Rest. <laughs> that rest. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm going to have to find this. Uh, All right, yeah, I'm, I'm going I, into the Discord and I'm going okay. to search gentleman's rules. And see if it comes up. <laughs> it should. I mean, we didn't get. We don't add a whole lot to the Smash Brothers channel, so I'm sure you can find it. Oh, is it in Smash Brothers? Yeah, it's I thought Smash it was Brothers in channel. a super off topic. No. And like that's just a fucking bottomless pit at this point. <laughs> yeah, that that gets a lot of traffic. Yeah. Um, I brought it up. Like I don't know. I think I mentioned I was going to my brother's birthday, like second day of Global Game Jam. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I went there. Obviously, a lot of Smash happening brothers we like smash brothers got smash yeah that's that's how we're super yeah. um and yeah like i i like i took a break we took a break and i was like oh hang on guys i gotta pull this up and like <sighs> man just floored us and then we tried <laughs> we tried to like call each other out on stuff and then we would like stop like oh sorry you know i'll stop using up bees on stage <laughs> all right i'm gonna read this oh um God. super so so it's like it's like a piece of paper that was like posted in some dorm yeah says Super Smash Brothers Ultimate X Dream, where there's like a lot of space between the X and the Dream. Mm-hmm. Super Smash Brothers Extreme, what an epic competitive Super Smash Brothers Ultimate tournament! Where the house of censored out when Saturday, February sixteenth, twenty nineteen. We can still make this, guys. If we could find out where <laughs> it is, we can still make this. But we- we'd have to pay five dollars. The tournament starts at eight a.m. sharp. <laughs> Why? To have fun and find out who really is the king of Smash in Sense It Out, because it's probably like some college name or something. Entry is five dollars. Pizza and soda will be ver- pizza and soda will be provided. Woohoo! <laughs> to keep things hold on, this the font so small. To keep things fun and fair to everyone, we will be playing with competitive gentlemen's rules. Yes. Breaking the rules will result in a game loss, and if serious enough are repeated, a disqualification rules all rounds are best two of three you must truthfully report also pay attention to this rule set because there's a part here where it's like oh that makes sense and then there's just like a hard turn where it's like wait a second yeah (laughs) no this is good um all rounds are best two of three you must truthfully report to the tournament organizer who won each round three stocks per game and the timer must be set to six minutes all stage hazards must be turned off no swearing or saying mean slash crude (laughs) things to your opponent no eating or drinking by the TVs or when you are holding a controller. Make sure you wash your hands with soap and water before picking up a controller. This is the one unorthodox thing I agree with. Don't get my controllers messy, guys. That's, yeah. No, I, I to- <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine with that. But like the specification of make sure you wash your hands with soap and water. Yes. As opposed to no, that's not extreme. That's fine. That's fair. No right. talking when playing or nearby people who are playing. Since it can distract players. All right. It's fair enough. We're starting to... There's the this slide is, this here. This is starting to dip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no taunting because it is rude and can make the <laughs> opponents feel bad. No items. 
except for Pokeballs and Smash Balls, <laughs> which right. must be set to medium. Oh, my God. All right. Master Balls are too overpowered and are not allowed. These stages are allowed. Final Destination, Battlefield, okay. Big Battlefield, No. <laughs> Smashville, yeah. Town and City, okay. Pokemon Stadium 2, Fine. Duck Hunt, Sure. Lilac Cruise, uh, Sky yeah. World, No. Fountain of Dreams, Yeah. Dreamland, Umbra Clock Tower, <laughs> Midgar, Reset Bomb Forest, Peach's Castle. I know like half of those by name. The other half yeah. might as well be Reset, nothing. Yeah. And those are like fairly reasonable. I'd say the only one that's like a flat no is Big Battlefield, Reset Bomb Forest. You don't see a whole lot in tournaments. And Peach's Castle, you never see. No spiking or gimping. Oh my god. If a player falls off the stage, you must wait for them to recover before you continue fighting. Following them off the stage to attack or scare them away is unfair and not allowed. <laughs> unfair. Unfair. No character switching. You must decide what character to play at the beginning of the tournament, and you are not allowed to switch for the during whole the tournament. tournament. For oh, the whole tournament. Got to pick at the beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. No directional air dodging. What? Oh, my God. This is a bad ability that could be used for unfair <laughs> things like wave dashing and avoiding attacks that deserve to hit. Wait, I love does, the, this is a bad ability. Do they even have wave dashing? Yeah, I don't think they have wave dashing in That was like only Ultimate, melee right? thing, right? It, I think it actually is in just way harder to pull off. Okay. Yeah, I've seen people put videos on like how to wave dash and smash ultimate. It looks like they're doing it, but it's not really the same. It's not nearly as powerful in, sma- in, in yeah, melee. Yeah, melee wave dashing was yeah. super crazy. Since it's easy to do this without meaning to, there will be a three strike system. If you air dodge in a direction more than three times... Or a tournament organizer judges that you are doing it intentionally, you will be disqualified. Oh my god! Normal air dodging is okay, uh, like just hitting the dodge. Yeah, and, just without oh a direction. Like, I attached. do it as a reflex to tech. Like I don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever done a neutral air dodge. I, I probably al- have. Like jump straight up and just hit it. Yeah. I always, you know, just do a direction. These characters are banned. Okay. okay. All Echo Fighters. That- this is the best part. That includes Dark Samus, Daisy, Pichu, Dr. Mario, Lucina, Dark Pit, Lucas, Young Leak, Ken, and Richter. Okay. Because they could be confusing to opponents and don't add anything let's go to the, the game. Let's go through the list really slowly again. Okay. Just not that fast. Dark know. Samus. Okay. Daisy. Okay. Pichu. Okay. Wait. Do- not an echo. Not anyway, an echo. Go ahead. Dr. Mario. Okay. Lucina. Okay. Dark Pit. Not an echo. Wait. Yes. Lucas, not an echo. <laughs> Young Link, not an echo. Ken and Richter, right? Like, also, they don't. I'm include... pretty sure Doctor Mario is. I was going to say, is Doctor Mario an echo? Because no, he was more than art. Also, they don't include Toon Link on here, so they know right. Toon Link is not an echo, but they don't know that Young Link is <laughs> not like an Young Link. Not too yeah. too close to. If anything, he looks underage. So like. Randy Pitchford was yeah. like, look, we can't play. He can't yeah. play Smash. If- oh, also, I just forgot another another component to that Randy Pitchford story. He would have parties with like... Oh, yeah. With Gearbox executives where they would expose themselves to minors. That was another accusation by the ex-council. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Sorry to interrupt the making fun of the Smash tournament thing, but... But did they have Smash tournaments with these rules? <laughs> like- it wasn't competitive gentlemen's rules. <laughs> Disqualified. I mean, because if they did, that'd be really illegal. All right, this so is all, an incredible all, rule set. All yeah. Echo Fighters are banned. Yes. Bayonetta, because she, she is, is too, too good. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You can't play a character that's too good. For context, Bayonetta got nerfed really hard in Ultimate. I was going to say, like, in she's Ultimate, not nearly as bad. The balance anymore. is pretty good in Ultimate. In yeah. Ultimate, she should be pretty fine. Like fine. even Meta Knight, which used to be banned, is like pretty well. Meta Knight was hard. Was right? really bad in Brawl. Right, but, but then, not since in then, four. Yeah. yeah. Krom, because he is so hard to unlock, so many players might not be used to playing as slash against oh, him. God. Someone thought he was hard to unlock. <laughs> oh, God. How do you unlock him? Just for the record? Just, just the same as everyone else. You beat him in a fight. So this guy <laughs> just isn't good at unlocking Krom. To be fair, oh, a lot of God. the a lot of the Fire Emblem characters are pretty cheap to unlock. Like, like the difficulty does spike with those CPUs sometimes. Do you feel for, like for they the, do? Um, sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm holding my own. I didn't and have then, any trouble. And then the next <laughs> fight I fight to unlock a character, I just get like smacked down. I feel like Corrin may have given me a little Corrin trouble. Was, it was Corrin and Mewtwo where it was like kind of like, these seem a little... Yeah, some of them are supposed to be pretty I crazy, think, right? And if that's intentional, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then they actually nerfed that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, they made the, the they made newcomer CPU. So not Krom. The, can't play as Krom. The challenger waiting Com- CPU. Competitive gentleman's rules. Yeah. No Krom. No Krom. Mr. Game & Watch, because he is too hard to see. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> and the randomness of his side <laughs> B ruins the competitiveness. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> For, and if you don't know, his side B, he holds up a sign that can be a number between one and nine, and that determines how powerful his mallet hit is. Because it's he, just a random number. Yeah. It's a random number. It's random every time. And if it's a nine... Because there's no RNG elsewhere in the game other outside of that Mr. Game & Watch's side B. Sure. I've heard that. Not like the Peach down B or anything like that. Like, exactly. Yeah. Or Luigi's missile. Yeah. I, was, I forget that does that. Right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. We're not done. We're not. It's not. It's only like halfway. The ride continues. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this part. Duck Hunt, because he just spams and is not fun <laughs> to play <laughs> against. Parentheses. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, sorry, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. Dang, Kyle. Your I guess... favorite character you can't main <laughs> is Duck Hunt because you just fucking spams, Kyle. Learn, Jesus, learn Kyle. a new character, Kyle. Play your role, Kyle. This guy, I'm, I'm dead set on this guy. Like only plays Donkey Kong or Bowser and can't win without these rules. Like doesn't know how to space he right. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. Pokemon Trainer. <laughs> That's great. Because, because you're not allowed to switch characters in the tournament. <laughs> and playing three characters would be unfair. Also, it can be confusing with the Pokeballs for which Pokemon is your opponent. Oh, my God. It is, yeah, it's so confusing. Because, yes, because with the Pokeball item, you can get a Squirtle or an Ivysaur or a Charizard, and it would be super confusing, because it's not like when they made the fucking Pokemon, they intentionally made them visually distinct. Yeah. And like, yeah, the the Pokeball animation is just different. We're almost done. <laughs> also, they put fucking like player one, player two like tags over your head. Yeah, they're, uh, to be fair, they put that over the the Pokemon that you spawn from Pokeball too, so you know who's is who's. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. And they do it with the assist trophies. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry, I have to put up with this bullshit, Kyle. <laughs> These moves are banned. Oh God! All mm. counter attacks. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> which include like Little Max Down mm-hmm. B or some other Down B. Some of the Fire Emblem Bs. Right. Yeah, some yeah. of the Fire Emblem people have Yes. Um, all of the Fire Emblem people have them. Oh, Incineroar, every single one? Incineroar has Pretty one. sure they all do, yeah. Incineroar has a unique one right. that doesn't work like the others, but yeah. How does it work? Um, it's called Revenge. It, and it, his, it, depending on, it's a, about his belt, right? Like it charges up? Well, I think that's just how Revenge looks in the new Pokemon games, like the mm. flashes of light that come off of him. Right, but doesn't um, his but also like fire his belt, belt flares fire, up yeah. because it's a little tweak to his yeah, yeah his appearance. Um, so it, for his, there's a little hitbox. Like essentially, you hit him while his counter is active, and if it's a if you're like right next to him, you get a little bit of fire damage. It's not much. But then the next move he does to you, I think it's like double damage. Right. Which is just a callback to revenge in Pokemon, which can right. do that. Um, so all counterattacks because they're unfun and unfair. Yeah. Snake side B <laughs> because it is impossible to avoid and unfair, <laughs> which is so not that, that that's the guided missile, right? Yeah. That's incredible. And, and definitely not Ness or Lucas's. I was going to say, yeah, what right. about ne- Ness? <laughs> he's got the same thing. Oh, wait, sorry. Lucas is banned. Right. Because he's an Echo Fire. Because he's an Echo Fire. <laughs> Isabel's side B, because it is annoying and unfair, which is the fishing rod. Right. Shulk's B, Monado, because it changes his stats and basically makes him a different character, which counts as character switching and is not allowed. God, this... Jesus. Who would ever want to play this tournament? Sorry, no Kyle. <laughs> Greninja's side B because it lets you teleport, which is way too good and can be only used to unfairly sneak up to slash away from your opponent. And is actually maybe Greninja's worst move in the whole game. Like uh, I've seen it used well. <laughs> I, I mean, mean if you, you if you, you can playing, fuck yourself with it. If you if it's you and a Greninja, you can easily tell when it's happening. You can watch the shadow move across the ground. Sure. And you can counter it, bait it, shield it. It's no wolf side B. It's not at all. It's it's like yeah, it seems only effective maybe in like a more than uh, two people are playing situation. Yeah, sure. my brother plays Greninja a good amount, and like I always catch it. It never works. And it's just like he, like he had to learn quickly. Like all right, that move sucks. <laughs> if um, they should make it faster, I think, and maybe it'll be better. But anyway. And this is what we were uh, getting at before we started reading this list. All up B moves on stage because up B moves are for recovering only <laughs> and using them to hit slash avoid your opponent is not how they are supposed to be used. Except for the fact like most, if not all of them do damage to the opponent when you yes. use your up B. Like Mario's up B spawns coins when you hit someone else with it and does damage to them. Like that is the entire point. They are not just a recovery. Move. If Link uses his up B on the ground, he doesn't even go anywhere. Right. He yeah. stands there and just spins around. It's like Ganondorf's up B grabs other people and then like pushes off of them. Right. It launches them. It's great. I, is uh, um Captain Falcon he also grabs him? Yes. Yeah, because Gandorf was basically a, a Falcon clone. Right. So Gandorf should be banned because he's an echo fighter. <laughs> he, he is an echo fighter. No spamming projectiles slash m- smash attacks. Spamming is not fun and not competitive. You are only allowed to use 15 projectiles and 15 smash attacks in a single game. Sorry, you gotta, Kyle. You gotta count them. <laughs> Using more will result in an immediate game loss. Last thing. <laughs> this is like his catch-all yeah. for this entire sheet. Oh, God. No complaining about the rules. 
<laughs> this includes you, Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. The rules are here to make it a fun and fair competitive experience for everyone. If you don't like them, you don't have to answer. But good luck finding a tournament that doesn't use competitive rules. rules. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like... Thanks for your interest, and I hope you answer. I'm looking forward to having a fun time with everyone. Smile emoticon. Smile emoji. <laughs> I I so I, I don't think I'm being unfair in this assumption. This this poor child and his first uh, Smash game. Man, I hope he goes to like another someone else's tournament and just learns. He learns never will because he's, he's creating this other. Oh, I no, my yeah, hope he's is got that a better no tournament comes to this thing. Oh, <laughs> or. Everyone that does come doesn't ag- listen to the rules to not listen to any of these rules. I yes. think that would be the best outcome yeah. is that second option. And then, and then, this and then Kyle will finally <laughs> Kyle will be vindicated. Kyle will remain victorious. <laughs> I feel like we yeah. need to find this. We need to find this. We need to go to it. I don't give a shit where it is. We need to find out where it is and fly there. So that's next weekend. Or the weekend after that? The weekend after that. Okay. Because the 16th. Saturday, February 16th. I'm honestly really hoping for like a Reddit AMA or just like a Twitter post. Hi, of like I'm Kyle. Or just like, yeah, I went to this dumbass tournament. Ask me anything. Like, <laughs> here's here's how it went down. God. I really want to follow up. How was the pizza? <laughs> it was Little Caesars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. $5 <laughs> hot and ready is fine. Yeah. Everyone pitched in $5. Everyone got a pizza. Wait, who wins the... Do you win the money for the, if you win the tournament? I'm certain that's just going to be for probably the pizza. Going, yeah, I'm going to yeah. guess it's going to the pizza. And then whatever's left over, whoever this dork is, gets to pocket it. Like, just because... Man, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound fun to you, Dylan? No. <laughs> do you want to play a gentleman's rules set, like, yeah, right let's, now? Let's, you know, let's go for it. You know, he's on to something. about it. it that includes you, Kyle. It yeah. sounds more competitive, you know? Yeah. I never really... It's, it's uh, fair. Evo's not balanced. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I've definitely been thinking for a long time now. Like this Evo doesn't seem very fair to everyone. <laughs> like <laughs> they're letting Peach yeah. you in. That's yeah. totally like. I mean, people are a... using moves not how they were designed. Right. I counted it's a sixteen forward smashes <laughs> from that one guy, and that just Samus, that's, that's not one okay. too many rockets. Has yeah, too many missiles, Samus. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, no, that that's really that's a treat. I hadn't seen that or heard that before. <laughs> that's great. It, Dylan shared it, and then like I saved it. I uploaded it to like my my Facebook <laughs> Smash group, so like all my friends could see it. We had a grand old time with that. Do like, you guys host a tournament? Uh, yeah, every once we in a while. We should try doing a tournament <laughs> <laughs> with these rules. <laughs> these rules, the gentlemen's rules, the competitive like, gentlemen's, gentlemen's rules. rules. I wouldn't even be able to keep track of like anything. <laughs> no, that's the thing. We would need like the most like dedicated like uh commissioner yeah refs you, you need a ref yeah, you, you need, need a, a referee ref. behind it the entire time right. to count air dodges count projectiles you need, like, one ref per person yeah, right. almost yeah yeah There's make sure so no much. one's talking feel and like smell everyone's hands so they use yeah. soap and water <laughs> yeah. before you're picking up the controller <laughs> oh you didn't use soap that's just for me i Your mean I, i'm wet. gonna feel and smell their hands regardless yeah <laughs> coming to my house it's like my welcome to you yeah <laughs> Fuck man, yeah, that's good. Those are, those are some good Smash rules. Yeah, it's Smash terrible. is a good game. I'm so mad. Uh, so uh, seeing uh, as we spent like an hour talking about <laughs> Smash, <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs> Jeff, do you have anything that you've been playing that you would like to talk about? Um, well, maybe you not. Gifts of games on here. I do have some games. So Onimusha is still great. I got that what remaster. Is that? It's a Capcom game. 
uh, basically Samurai Resident Evil, but it's a hack and slash, so it's not like... Uh, I, so I also haven't... I've played Resident Evil 5. That is my Resident Evil experience, but it is only not... Only 5. Yeah. Only 5. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. Is, is, I know it probably sounds you've, silly. You've had a weird introduction to that series. It was fun, though. I played with I played with okay. my friend, and it was a fun co-op experience. Right, but yeah, right. Onimusha is, you know, a hack and slash, and it's great. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And they... um. Gave you the option to use analog controls instead of tank controls, so that was also a nice wow. benefit. Wow, how gracious of them. How yeah. how gracious indeed. I, I feel like I'm weird in saying that I like tank controls. So I also don't mind tank Get controls. Out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Get out! Like, <laughs> I um, I don't know. I, I played... Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, it's um, fine. I, 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 You've I, talked too much this entire podcast, yeah. Jeff. You just need to you stop. I'll, I'll just see myself out. <laughs> I played a lot of like, the original Resident Evils and Silent Hill 1, of course, and Silent Hill 2 and um, Dino Crisis. I don't know. I, love me, I like me some tank controls. It's fine. You I'm, get used to it. It's I'm good. also not against it. Once you get, like, once you play it for like 10 or so minutes, for me at least, it like just yeah. clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but with it the addition right. of like, so th- they don't even have you like selected. It's just if you use the analog stick, you're analog. If you use the D pad, it's tank controls. Oh, that's oh, pretty cool. Um, okay. So like, I tried using tank controls and I was like, man, it is so much easier to just use analog controls. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. But, um, but yeah, no, that's fun. I've also been playing some Doom 2, getting ready for Sigil to come out. Mm hmm. Sigil. John Romero is making a spiritual sequel thing, Doom Wad, for the original Doom. Oh, right. He's making a Wad, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, he's making a whole new game? Wasn't this... I'm so excited. Did this come out before or after he went on that uh, charity stream and was talking... After. Said trans rights matter. After. Oh, wait. The one with Donkey Kong? Yeah. Oh, before. John Romero said that? He announced... Yeah. I don't think I heard about this. Oh, yeah. No, it was really cool. There was a a charity stream... For were, um, oh fuck! Uh, was it was specifically <laughs> for was it the mermaid stream? Yes, yes. Okay, uh, it was, where it was he was playing you. Donkey Kong sixty four. Right. Um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez came on. Uh, pardon me if I got that name wrong. Uh, yeah, John Romero came on, and like all of them were just the voice actor for Donkey Kong. Oh really? From that game? Yeah. Like he he uh, and they all like called in and just were like talking to him while he was playing. And mermaid is like a. It's yeah. a UK trans yeah. charity, yes, right to promote trans rights. In uh, it was it was done primarily as a fuck you to the guy. Uh, I can't. I'm blanking on his name. But yeah, I know. yeah. Look and it up. I think. Well, I I I don't know when the stream happened, but I feel like Sigil's been announced since like December. Yeah, it was. I I forgot what stream you were talking about. It was definitely announced before. Um. Gra- Graham Linehan. That's it. Who has? Uh, he wrote. He was writer on like Black Books. I've seen him his the name IT go crowd. on Twitter these mm-hmm. days. Right. And he's just like super transphobic. He's yeah. a what, shitty. What a turf is the terminology? It's, he's, no, not he's not a turf. He's not a turf. He's just straight up transphobic. He, uh, um, okay. A turf is a trans exclusionary right. radical feminist. Um, yeah. I would. He's probably not a feminist. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he's just straight up like trans people are sick, and which is right. not a good stance to have. He, well, he's, he's super, super <laughs> gross, dude. To put it mildly. Like, I follow Avery Edison on Twitter, and she's yeah. always calling him out because he's just constantly like saying stupid shit. He like fluctuates between like being like aggressively transphobic mm-hmm. of like these people are gross and sick and, 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 you know, mentally unstable to being like, you know, super dismissive yeah. of like trans rights in general and stuff. So it was really cool to see that that charity that is cool. go on and yeah. uh, the fuck Graham Linehan. <laughs> um, I liked uh, 
gosh. Apparently, okay, I don't, I'm not familiar with Donkey Kong 64 and I'm completely blanking on the section. It was something like, uh, do you know how to get past like Busy Beaver? Or, um, there was, there's a bit in the game where you're like doing a Busy Beaver mini game. Okay. I'm just going to call it that because I don't remember what it was actually called. Sure. Um, and so apparently every time Gra- Graham Lineham had like an outburst on Twitter over you know this whole thing happening because of him <laughs> right because he was like of course very upset the whole time uh-huh. and he would tweet about like yeah sure yeah let this happen yeah okay whatever like being generally very aggressive about it people would just reply with like do you know how to beat the busy beaver <laughs> section because <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like apparently the part where the streamer got stuck the most or something and everyone was just like <laughs> that's <Man>. incredible <laughs> that's really I had good. no idea that stream yeah. happened because of him yeah yeah that's yeah, great yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was 100 percent just like as a fuck you and which is amazing <laughs> um but so you've been playing doom 2 yeah no, preparation doom, doom for this still new great one. god mm-hmm. that game is doom and doom 2 i revisit every once in a while and they're they're always fun you 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 and alex yeah compatriots in the and yeah. the new doom as well everyone should play that yes. god it's so good totally agree what was um what's the what's the one they did during agdq it's like the one version. It's like Doom One, but it's uh, brutal Br- Doom. Brutal Doom. Yeah, yeah. Brutal okay. Doom's fun. Um, I've lately just been playing like you know in DOSBox. Mm-hmm. In the, A in classic. The, the, the experience there. The original experience. Yeah. It's no uh, avoid the noise. It's yeah, yeah. You're right. Is that the like N sixty four like game? No, it's a no. DOS game as well. Oh, um, but it's a uh, side. You're thinking of Noid Two. Two. That game looks actually really fun. Enter the Void, <laughs> game of a year edition. Game of a year. <laughs> yeah, you should go check out Yonoid too. Uh, yeah. I saw someone stream it, and I was like, you know, this actually is like surprisingly competent for like this joke game. Yeah, yeah it was a it jam was game too from a month long jam. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't a week. I was gonna say wow. Yeah. No, no, no. It was it was pretty long. Yeah. New Jam City. That's it. What's the name of the jam? It's it's so good. Uh one could say it was a honorable mention game yeah. of the year. This year of, of twenty eighteen. Yeah. Of a certain podcast. <laughs> um Wait, that only came out in twenty eighteen? Yeah. No. I think twenty seventeen, but I played it twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I thought it was a little bit older than that. Yeah, it's uh, not super but old. Let though. me tell you, uh there is a button you can press at any point to dab. So have I gotten your attention? <laughs> yes, this does sound like an honorable mention indeed. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, it's worth playing. A you, dabbing uh, button. I want to like make desks uh, reload. Doesn't really do anything. It's yeah. just for show. I want to. I want to casually uh, mention uh, Crusader Kings two here, Jeff. Yeah, I've fallen into that hole because uh, <laughs> one one Tyler Rhodes. Are has, you has gotten you ensnared? Are you also going to buy that, Dylan? It sounds like you might be. I'm spending zero money on video games in the near future. The way I okay. looked at it, when I when I was talking to Tyler about it, I was like, "Man, that sounds that sounds fun." And then he was like, "Yeah, it's only it's only ten dollars down from 40. And I was like, "Oh my god! <laughs> wow, well, what a pusher!" Well, <laughs> well, I guess I'm pulling the trigger look, here. Look, Jeff, the first hit's free. Yeah, exactly. And god, you no, buy there's all so that much DLC. Well, he was telling me he had like the fans have like categorized it into like core and garbage and stuff like that. And mm. there's some stuff that's just not necessary. But yeah, that game's that game's funny. I. I've played a little bit of Civ, and it's not really like Civ, but it's probably the closest thing to Crusader Kings that I've played. But this game is just like, you don't have to worry about tactics. It's all about like relationships between, you know, different counties or nations or whatever. It's it's fascinating. Um, and other than that, 
I've been playing some Hollow Knight. Oh yeah, which is also very fun. Yeah, that game is very good. I'm I'm still pretty early on, but I fought a couple bosses and it does everything so well. The gameplay is really great. The atmosphere is really great. What are you playing it on? Uh, I'm just playing it on PC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm like thinking about looking into that one. I have, I have a feeling I'm gonna like get stuck on it somewhere and just not enjoy it anymore. But it looks really, really good. Yeah, it looks good. I've heard really good things. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. And I'm like not even crazy about Metroidvanias, honestly. Like I played, I didn't play um like the old Metroid games back in the day, but I went and tried to play them. I think last year, and I was like, oh, this this is all right. I can see why people would really get into this, but I, I'm loving Hollow Knight even without that. I've played a little bit of Metroid Fusion, um, and I've played like. A decent amount of the first Guacamelee. But yeah, I haven't played a lot of Metroid Fusion. Fun Venus. fact, Metroid Fusion is maybe one of my favorite games of all time. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. I, I love a lot of the design decisions that went into that one. That, that was GBA? Yes. G- GBC? Game Boy Advance. Okay. I think I have that one what about on Zero my Mission? 3DS. Also, Game Boy Advance. Zero Mission is a remake of oh, Metroid 1. one. Right. Yeah. What's the one that they played at all the GDQs? Was that Super Metroid? Uh, Super Metroid. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the animals. Yeah. Save the animals. They finally stopped doing that. No, they did. They brought it back this year. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, yeah, they did this year. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they I had guess to stop I mean, for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Because people been stopping assholes. Right. <laughs> God damn it. Last year was a bit rough. Um. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Alex, is there anything else that uh, you you absolutely want to bring up? I wanted to briefly mention that Minecraft is still pretty cool. Um, cool. In 2019. In 2019, I I find it like it's sort of gone through its whole phase of being like gamer kid cringe of the game, and it's sort of reemerged. It just still being great at being Minecraft. And if you like Minecraft, like check it out. There's a lot of new stuff that I'm learning that makes it even better. Right. Uh, a lot of great new things to explore and find. I've been playing it with the fiance. And uh, she's gotten like permanently sucked into it now, and now I'm playing it like every night with her, and it's that's still a good game. What are you playing it on? Uh, PC, Windows 10 edition. We are actually using the Windows 10 edition because it doesn't require um, vast amounts of networking IT knowledge to get a server set up. Oh yeah, that one's just like, hey, I'm in a game. Would you like to join? And she's like, yeah, and clicks one button, and then we're playing together. So it's. I wonder what the split is between like people playing that version versus like this, the java version still and there's probably still quite a bit of java just because i think java is the only edition where you can still have mods um oh really windows oh, 10 doesn't have, have mod mods. support yet weird um, but it's coming i guess i but think you, that's but something you have that skins because they sell skin packs right yeah like you can I think and you can are still simple enough though that and you sure. can still import texture packs and you can change the look and you can change okay like, so like things. functionality yeah okay, so but like, have like really called, intensive mods and they have something called behavior packs which changes how some things act. However, the one caveat I've noticed with every behavior pack I've found, like listed online, is it replaces things. It doesn't add things. You know, when uh, when uh, Microsoft bought Minecraft from Notch, they gave him a behavior pack and it kind of fucked him up. And oh no! <laughs> he's, uh, now he's, he's wild on Twitter these days. Now he's stuck in a candy mansion and won't come out. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Please, Notch, let us come inside and clean up your candy mansion. Oh. <laughs> I still believe Sam should have gone there and just like turned them all on and left. <laughs> <laughs> just let them all spill into the ground <laughs> while he was living in LA. Yeah. It been perfect. What a what a industry's uh, wild. Yeah. So I don't know. It just it sort of came up. I was like, man, I had that itch to play Minecraft again. And I asked her, I was like, do you want to try Minecraft with me? It's been a while. And she was like, sure. I've never tried. 
And now we're like fully engrossed in that again. Uh, and then on top of that, the only other thing I kind of wanted to touch on uh, for the most part today is a little mobile game called Brawl Stars that I haven't seen a whole lot of chit chat about. Um, it's a sort of I'm trying to think of how to describe this. It's sort of like a, a very mobile focused approach. You're going to keep saying mobile. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's a phone focused approach to the likes of Overwatch, Fortnite, and I don't know, like League of Legends, like like th- like sort of those philosophies of say a game featuring lots of other players competing in either modes where you kill each other, are the last one standing, focus on an objective or so on, but boiled down to be easily digestible and approachable on a touchscreen device. What's the camera? Yeah, is it yeah, first person? It's top down. Okay. Um, there's a cast of characters that all play very differently. Okay. Um, they all have different guns that behave very differently. They all have a super ability. Like, they all only have two abilities, and it's like their primary fire, and then after a little while, they get an ultimate that you can send out. So and then like- it's modes like you stand around a big box in the center, and you collect gems, and you bring it back to your base. Uh, so it's like you touch the screen and they travel to that lo- location? No, it's like virtual joystick, virtual button. Weird. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I said, they have like a bunch of modes that sort of encapsulate a lot of like the basic stuff that you see from like these online arenas. Um, so there's, yeah, there's there's this gem grab where the goal is to like have collected the most gems by the end of the, the or I think by the time someone reaches a gem limit, because other players can steal gems from the other team. Um, there's like a countdown that starts once someone has reached a, a threshold. And so you can fight to like keep the game going. But it's all very quick, very digestible. Um, there's a 10-person last last man standing battle royale mode with like complete with, you know, okay. arena slowly closing in. Um, there's a death match. There's a uh, like a team death match or team battle royale. Like Like there's all sorts of little tweaks to it. And it's all very polished and very refined. It's made by Supercell, which is the Clash of Clans people. Right. Um, I mean, my only complaint is that it's still like rife with microtransactions, but at least I haven't experienced. And from what I've read online, no one else seems to echo any sentiment about being about it being pay to win. Uh huh. Um, essentially, the cosmetic then. Uh, it's somewhat cosmetic. There it's is stuff energy that, based. So like you buy. Um, you buy things and part of what you buy are coins that upgrade your character. Um, but it sounds pay to win. I know. Apparently though, you only get queued with people who are around oh, your upgrade level. That's nice. You yeah. see, with, like why hasn't that nut been cracked before? Yeah. It's like, all right, you spent there should just be like an MMR, but for like I guess like I all tried business- to look up if there was any controversy around this, because I remember like I sort of follow some of the mobile gaming circles and people being really hype about this. So I was, because it's Supercell, which is maybe one of the most quality mobile game makers out there. Um, and I was sort of wondering, like, after I started playing it and noticed that that's a thing, I was like, is this weird? And, like, no one else is complaining about it. And I started to read into it, and that's apparently how it works. So it doesn't seem bad. I haven't felt like I'm super outpaced. In fact, I've been winning a lot. <laughs> like, um, So you're overpowered. Maybe I'm just really good at it. Dropping a I grand into... Um, there Brawl is stars. There is an energy system, but it isn't. It doesn't keep you from playing. 
it just keeps you from getting like extra rewards. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, that's you get, oh, like, like uh, what's um. Uh, you get like one point. Clash Royale did that. Okay, yeah. You get like one point every hour, and then after every game, if you have a point, um, you get like an extra bundle of rewards, and uh, you have like a max of five. Cool. So yeah, it's not like anything super bad, but I mean, there is stuff there that gets you to make you like, you know, please spend money on this, but nothing really detrimental to the overall quality of the game. And I don't know. I just think it's it's really neat to have like a new little phone fascination and it's free to start it's free to play yeah you'd you have thought there would have been more talk especially given that they've worked on clash of clans yeah that's what i would have thought i think like, supercell like likes to stay under the radar a little so? bit maybe well, i mean like when first like making a game like i'm sure like well, in case it's bad or something supercell diehards like know about mm-hmm. this game but i mean like because I mean, I mean, clash of clans is huge like, yeah name me the last game that name me the last mobile game that the industry at large like really cared about like showcasing and focusing on like last year we had like the part-time ufo come out last year yes so you had part-time ufo and you had like monument valley was florence and monument valley but like those are much different games like the free-to-play like i saw clash royale a lot right Mm -hmm. yeah i also saw that too but like that's kind of like that's a exception to the rule right like i think a lot of like the the idle game world look goes mainly overlooked by the games industry at large like for good or for bad i don't know but i just think that's the case mm-hmm. um, but that's cool i mean if it's free to play i'll yeah, try it out yeah, i'm probably gonna I, check I, it out i think checking it out's a good idea just to see if you like it or not like it's been a good pick up and and try it out kind of thing um my only problem is I, okay well outside of like i don't know the the, the microtransaction stuff it's also like all the characters are unlocked and all the characters are unlocked randomly from chests well, that's just smash brothers yeah i uh, sure i mean it just seems like it's gonna be a lot of work to be able to like experience everything right. yeah um that's cool but i've got like four characters so far and they're pretty fun so i'm enjoying it i'll give, I'll give it a look see yeah um nothing else uh i mean uh nothing i really have a whole lot to say about right now okay yeah. now do you play brawl stars with gentlemen's rules <laughs> please competitive gentlemen's rules <laughs> gentlemen's rules are a completely different thing uh there's only like two things you can do in brawl stars and it's move and shoot so i'm not sure what you could eliminate from that to yeah, make well, it more fair moving is annoying so yeah can't move uh oh i guess there's the ultimate can't use the ultimate guys well, yeah, no, no just spamming it yeah, yeah, no, you can no use hiding it. in the bushes that includes you kyle <laughs> It's got like MOBA style bushes that you can hide in and no sure. one sees you on there. Yeah, that's what I imagine. I imagined it was a MOBA style like laned map. Yeah, like the maps are the maps are MOBA style, the game modes are kind of Overwatch style and uh, and pub and, and Fortnite. I guess it's kind of you know, top Royale. down yeah. shootery. Yeah. That's top down cool. top down shootery. Um do you have any interest in that Titanfall Battle Royale? So I literally just saw like one oh, Twitter headline of like Titanfall. Just got, just got leaked. Titanfall right. folks announced Battle Royale thing and I was like, oh shit, I should look at that, but I'm not going to do that yet. So I'm going to... Did yeah. you play Titanfall, Alex? I love Titanfall 2 to death. So I've actually only played the first one, but the first one was was great. Yeah, I like the first one a lot too. 2 is even better. Definitely. Well, yeah, I heard it's single player was really good. Mm-hmm. Um and the the you know the mobility that they give the pilots looked really fun. Yeah, no, it's definitely if you liked one, two will be. Does it still your, have a like a player base? It's dwindling, unfortunately. Uh, like, like like every they other all had to move over to Star Wars Battlefront too because yes. uh, that was the new hot. Yeah, yeah. and everyone yeah. loved that. 
Mm-hmm. Here oh, Battlefield out real well. Here Battlefield Five hasn't been meeting sales expectations. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Every so once in a while, I look at Star Wars Battlefront two trailers, and I'm just like, man, I wish this was good because like mm-hmm. they they nail the look and the feel and the sound of Star Wars yeah. so well. And it, Dice is a good shooter studio. Like they care yeah. about that shit. Like taking a rifle out into a desert and holding up a giant boom mic to it and <laughs> pulling the trigger and making sure it sounds good. Yeah, that's that's part of it. Um, I just I just think it's it looks so bad gameplay wise. <laughs> I enjoyed. I I played a little yeah. bit of the multiplayer beta. I enjoyed it, but um, the all the it sounded like the the microtransactions around. Stuff, yeah. yeah, the systems around the game were just so bad. I don't know if we ever if we ever corrected that. We might have, but like they it came out later that the reason they d- went down that hole is because Disney was like can't charge for cosmetics because mm-hmm. like you know what's the the t- the star wars lore team the the fucking like secret society that maintains the star wars canon That's so sure. it's like you can't sell like any funny costumes or any like palette swaps for any That's of these hero characters fairly or, important yeah so i i How if are disney's we make money? if disney's like excels at anything it's brand control yeah like <laughs> yeah. um well in that vein i played the anthem beta yesterday Oh, okay. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I was I had zero expectations. Nine out of ten. I, it's okay. From <laughs> seven out of ten. Um, I would because uh, from the outside looking in, I'm like, okay, this is Destiny. It's a looter shooter with flight. This is just Destiny. And you didn't like Destiny, right? I I've never played it. It's boring. But it just didn't yeah. look like it was too compelling. It's boring. I hear it's two's like, really good. Like it's so overwrought. It's still pretty boring. Yeah. Like yeah. every Bungie game is just a derivative of the previous game. Halo is marathon, but mm-hmm. with like much better production values mm-hmm. and maybe like a better story. I don't know much about the marathon story. And then Destiny is just a derivative of Halo, but with like a completely different like I I can't the it's hard sci- to sci-fi in Bungie. The sci-fi shooter, it's just and I mean and like game looks good. Like they're obviously putting a lot of effort in Destiny. It's just not for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And if I played Halo today, like if I if you were to put, you know, if I had never played Halo as a kid and you put Halo Three or whatever in front of me, I'd be like, whatever. Like <laughs> this campaign's kind of boring, and for this, me, the stories. I love me some Halo. But I was like, gonna say at least man's... for Halo, I liked the competitive, like playing no, with my friends more. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But um, like that's not is that that's not really a big draw to no, Destiny. Like they have Iron no. Banner, which is their PvP thing. Yeah. But I have no idea how it. Pl- I didn't play any of it, but I have yeah. no idea how it plays or how it's balanced because it's all gear based. Like that's the entire the game's gear based. So yeah, that's the thing that would make me excited about Halo on PC is like, oh, I can like play against people, like right. you know, like the old days. Um, so I so I I downloaded the, the Anthem demo because they have the 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 open one this weekend right um, right where previously it was like the vip access with that fucking chart that was going around <laughs> and, that, and that went really <laughs> that chart well is so good um so i played uh. some of that i only played a single mission so it starts you out in like the city also let's talk about how like gameplay wise anthem and destiny can be their own things but story wise it's like someone took a mad lib and just swapped out all the pronouns I heard. I mean, that. all the proper nouns. Yeah. Um. Always oh, the de- is the story real? Like all right. So let me tell copy? you the Destiny story, right? All right. It's about the last city on Earth being defended by the Traveler, and the Guardians, who are the heroes, are getting uh the the power of light. You got it. Yep. All right. I'm an expert. Anthem is the last city on Earth 
uh, defended by some walls, and it's about the freelancers who are the heroes of the city searching for the anthem of creation. There you go. And they're fighting against fucking, I don't know, the... The are they division against, or something. There was some. Are they aliens? Some bullshit fact. No, no, no. They're humans. Oh. In 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 Anthem, and they're all there. There are humans in Destiny, um, but they're also like non-humans in Destiny as well. Are there non-humans just, in Anthem? Not that I've seen. Okay. I'm so sold on any game with freeform flight. So I saw that, and I was like, man, this but looks yeah. like something I could get into. What sucks is that the flight is super limited. Really? I saw they added like a fuel bar. There's a overheat system oh my that God. kicks and in in like 15 seconds. That like immediately like, oh, perfect. ruins my interest. Great. I'm not going to like this anymore. Which would be fine if they like had some really cool balance system. So like your your suit overheats if you fly for more than like 15, 20 seconds. Maybe a little longer. Maybe like 30, 45 seconds. Which is fine. If And so you can land in water and rapidly cool down your, your suit systems. So it would be really cool if they had like uh, waterfalls everywhere or something. And to maintain your flight, you just had to like kind of hit these targets, which is kind of Superman 64S. So it could be really shitty, but at least it would be some sort of like nice balance of like, I want to continuously fly. It's like, all right. Or like if their concern is like flying would overpower combat or something, just have it affect your combat while you're flying. Sure. And you can hover. So you click in the left stick to pick up and start flying around, and you can click in the right stick to just jump off off the ground. Already an accessibility issue, I'm hearing. In in hover, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can you can hover, uh, and you can just shoot while hovering, and then that also causes your suit to overheat. Um, but the combat itself is like, I don't know, like a, it's a third person shooter. Like it, yeah. it, it feels better than like most like. I, I have my list of like shitty feeling third person shooters, right? <laughs> and that's like Fracture and Lost uh, Planet and Red Faction. And I love Red Fracture? Faction Gorilla. Huh? What is Fracture? Oh, it's this old ass LucasArts. We don't need to go into it. <laughs> um, but just like super like bad feeling, like floaty. Like Fortnite has terrible Fortnite feeling shooting. It is frustrating. It uh, has terrible feeling shooting. Um, I was not a fan of the shooting either. Uh, g- good third person feeling shooters i don't know like gears i guess like i I would i would say gears feels good for it's it's trying to do its own thing um i i would like to argue that instead of quantifying that as like good and bad feeling okay my preference well i think also a good staple is like realistic versus arcadey sure because some of them are trying to be like you know it's it's all reflex based and not actually there's no kick or anything where gears is trying to be like this is you're actually a soldier in there like last planet has points and shit it's supposed to feel like you're an arcade game practically fair enough yeah um it just i'm super like i would like an arcadey like i mean borderlands is arcadey but it feels good like an an arcadey shooter can be an arcadey shooter and still but also have like the juice and stuff yeah yeah i I get that i just i think it's a there's two different schools of thought and they're both valid but anthem feels good okay that's uh, it's, good. A, it's a good feeling shooter but mm-hmm. you just don't feel like you're really contributing to much because it's a lot of faceless enemies just kind of rushing you and you can down them you just and have a machine gun you're just like and like okay. there's not a whole lot of damage input outside of like numbers that right pop yeah out. numbers yeah. pop off Did like you run into like a lot of like bullet sponge situations not really they would just throw a lot of people at you a concern mm-hmm. with like rpg shooters all for the me. encounters were just super wave based i was watching a few streamers play and they were saying like they they ran into a few situations where they just had to bullet sponge stuff that sounds unfortunate i mean yeah. i only played one mission okay and i was like okay i he got also said he was playing on the hardest difficulty so no nah, i bumped it down to easy yeah that that might have been why too um 
So it was it was it was fine. I mean, I I might check it out some more, but like BioWare all of the standard BioWare charm just seems like it's not there. Mm-hmm. Like I got into some like there was some dialogue stuff that was pretty um enjoyable. Like there's a encounter that people have been pointing to a lot where it's like Matthias who's like this classic uh who's who's like one of the people in town that you constantly are talking to he asks you to like find this relic oh and there's like an ancient society by the way ancient progenitor race called the shapers and got it blah, blah, blah. yeah um and he has you pick up a relic and bring it back to him and he takes the relic and the relic like goes off and it splits him into three different people and they all are different aspects of his personality so one of them is like super intelligent and highfalutin and one of them is super hot-headed and then the other one is like quirky and funny and zany so it's like <laughs> different aspects of, and it's a funny scene all right um and then you have to go about like researching the relic more and and, and trying to fix him and put mm. him back together okay um there's no dialogue options in that encounter there's no depiction of your player character because it's all first person right so you're just watching the scene play out and it's like cool it's fine like it's there's some decent writing here but like you know you guys made mass effect you guys yeah. made dragon age like yeah. and you made guys made Baldur's gate back in the I day mean, yeah they have a ton of you know examples of them doing that formula well. yeah like where's the where's the player agency where is like the 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 narrative stuff in that and i think it's not there because Where's Minsk and Boo? <laughs> Been forever. <laughs> Bring them back. <laughs> um, and I think it's not there because either it was, I, I, you know, it was a design decision or whatever. I don't know if I'm not going to say here and be like EA is the cause of all this. I mean, like I don't know who decided they wanted to make a loop-based games as a service shooter, but that's the decision they made, and they probably decided it was way too difficult to include the old classic Bioware branching narrative stuff. Yeah. in a multiplayer focused games as a service loot shooter yeah which is fine but look guys i don't like destiny so <laughs> why would i like this like maybe it's going to make you gangbusters that's great i think that's the thing because there are you know there are a lot of people i see at least on twitter that are like oh man destiny's so great and they're screwing it up yeah at least back mm. you know a couple months ago when bioware was like i think it was monetization things that they were having you mean Destin? I mean, you mean Bungie, not uh, Bioware. Sorry, yes, Bungie. That's what I meant. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I I think the people that want like a good Destiny are maybe going to be looking at Anthem, and that's it's not for me probably. Right. But like, I guess I'll just hold out until next Dragon Age comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was fine. Um, so I think um, we're building two new computers in our house in the coming month ooh. or two. And right now, because NVIDIA does this thing where when you buy a graphics card from yeah, them... Yeah, they give you a code. You get a code for whatever is the new hotness. And so our options are either Anthem or Battlefield Five. Mm. So at least Anthem looks more interesting in that comparison. Sure. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Battlefield Five looks like it's doing interesting stuff. I liked all the like sliding around and shit that you could do. Like, There's a lot of traversal. Mm. Loop. There's a lot of good locomotion in Battlefield Five. Oh, man. Maybe I yeah, want five, that then. I, I was interested in Battlefield Five as like a non-Battlefield person just because yeah. i thought it looked neat okay but maybe i don't know I, you know I mean, we're probably going to end up getting anthem because we want something else to be able to play together yeah and, that'd be a cool cooperative thing yeah. and, and at least it will be quote unquote free right if so. you get a 2080 <laughs> i think you get both yes that is true but i'm not getting a 2080 <laughs> why not yeah uh because it's 700 dollars. yeah it's very expensive <laughs> i've also been looking at building a pc because yeah. i need to she's getting a that. 2060 i'm 
hoping I'll have saved up enough by next month to splurge on a 2070. Get that ray tracing. Yeah. Guys, I don't understand ray tracing. Well, I mean, you it's not it before, it's not important yet is the thing. Like the RTX thing I think is all marketing cuz like if your game was just low enough fidelity, you could probably do ray tracing. It's um, real time like uh, light simulation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's As just, opposed to like pre-baked, it can just handle that in yeah. the moment, which is kind of insane when you think about it, but also not super necessary. Like a lot of the lighting effects are done based on what's on your screen and ray tracing takes into a more takes into account more realistic stuff of like, oh, it's bouncing off of things that aren't necessarily and on your screen. And through water yeah. and glass. Stuff but like it's that. it's only for lighting. There's no other yes. like graphical like boon to i mean i'm, I'm, I'm talking well, lighting like, and reflections and stuff okay. like that so yeah. nothing else visual outside of like better I'm frame rate and, it's sort of like nvidia hair works in that it will look really really nice but other than that it's not going to add a whole lot yeah it's and kind of in that like tech demo area where it's like this not is not really going to come into games probably as well as their marketing my yeah. witcher experience was improved with tress effects i don't know what you're <laughs> saying it's also like Hairworks in that early reports are you turn it on and every, your FPS gets cut in half. So <laughs> right. Another thing you can do with ray tracing that's not graphics oriented is like realistic sound propagation. And there was stuff oh, even cool. before the twenty, even before all this RTX right. stuff that like AMD was doing, like Thief. I think the newest Thief game, which which was bad, I'll have to say. Uh, <laughs> yes, no, I going on record. Yeah, had. You know, something called like true sound technology where they did like some ray tracing sound. That's cool. Yeah. So, so this some... new architecture just makes it easier to, I to think, do yeah, that they, stuff. I think, yeah, they have like an API that you can hook into that is like makes it easier for devs to do this kind of I stuff. Think Overwatch does that too. They've got some really fancy sound tech going on to make that the soundscapes in each game very vivid. I played some uh, Room 6 Siege in the audio sound design in Rainbow Six Siege is really good. Like I want to play Siege a lot. It's going through certain mediums and and echoing in certain rooms. I think my first impressions of that game were wrong. I watched another streamer played a a good amount of that and I'm starting to feel like I should buy that too. I'm probably going to get it. So I played that and I played Battlefield. I mean, I played that and I played Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and I like Black Ops 4 more and I've always been a uh, Call of Duty guy and Call of Duty Halo. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think Call of Duty's regular role Xbox kid in yeah. 2005. You know, man. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you come to Counter Strike, Dylan. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> but I think, the real man's FPS. But I think the kind of guy play on tribes. You <laughs> 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 guys with your PC Ooh. shooters, I'm never doing yeah. it. I'm sad Tribes Ascend died. Honestly, too, that was a fun too. game. Oh god, don't yeah, don't we, get, we're not going to start in there now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be a whole other hour. Um, but uh, I've been playing some Black Ops Four. And I really enjoy their blackout mode. Like it's a good. That's the battle royale. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a really good. It looks console fun. battle royale. It looks um, really fun. When I don't want to sit up on my shit to play PUBG, uh, which or by Fortnite. Oh, you want to dab, Dylan? Oh, I don't think it's a good game unless I can dab in it. Play it. So <laughs> is I, that, that that's your new standard? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be playing. I'm playing those. Um, I've also played. Finally, got to Delta Rune, which is the sequel oh, yeah. quote unquote of uh, undertale mm-hmm. it's fantastic amazing amazing game undertale is probably one of my favorite games but delta rune i've never seen someone so quickly take what they've created before and then create a send-up of it so it's like have you guys either you guys play undertale 
No. no. Okay. So you're not familiar with it. All right. So I mean, I'm familiar with it. Sure. In the sense but you're that not I familiar exi- with like specific characters. And I existed on the internet <laughs> in 2011. Yes, I saw plenty of Undertale. I know what memes are. <laughs> um, I know every character, practically every plot point. So I'm what's cool familiar. about Deltarune, and maybe on another episode, I'll go more in depth about it because it's it's worth going to, and maybe maybe we'll play it together or something because okay. it's a really cool game. But they basically like reinvent all the characters so like undertale is about this this um unnamed human kid that falls down this like into this cave and gets transported to this world of monsters and they're trying to get back home and they're and they're understanding like the world of monsters isn't he named frisk i don't think the player character is ever given a name where did i hear that everyone called him frisk oh maybe that's a is that some like collective internet canon yeah maybe be like mr scratch and and alan wake or something um but so like the game's about you trying to get home and you're understanding the world of monsters and all these monsters were like banished to this world because they were always seen as like evil but they're actually not um and it's this great real send-up of like a lot of things video games in general and 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 uh um you know interpersonal relationships and and game design and rpgs and jrpgs and then what delta rune well i've never seen that wikipedia or wiki entry alex so i didn't know the character's name was frisk yeah okay i just i just call them the kid um but i so, haven't even played undertale oh, excuse dylan. me <laughs> come, on, come on dylan um but delta rune basically takes all those characters you know where it's like sans and papyrus and grillby and uh, burger pants and all these characters and basically remixes it so that now the game starts with you Everyone lives in like a regular like human town, like a city, mm-hmm. and you're kind of an older version of Frisk, not the same character, but your name is Chris, and <laughs> you're in high school, and you go to high school, and you're like the only human, and you were adopted by um, the basically king and queen from Undertale, but now they're just a married couple um, mm. that are kind of like having a, a rough patch in their marriage, where Asgore, who's the, the, the king in Undertale, he's like... Uh, runs a nursery like a garden nursery hmm. in town and but he's like sleeping upstairs on like a blow-up mattress but basically you go to high school and one of the classmates in your class Susie is basically the class bully and you're tasked by the uh teacher who is Alfie's who is this other character who's like a scientist in Undertale yeah to like go um get some stuff out of the supply closet and when you go into the supply closet you get transported to a different world where you have to like fight your way, but it's like all of this remixing of Undertale and then some other stuff. So like the combat's a little different. So now it's like a party based like JRPG, whereas um, the combat in Undertale is more of a uh, Earthbound type combat. When I was playing the game, so Susie like was gonna like shove you in the locker at the beginning of the game, and like you basically become enemies when you get transported to this world, and you're like you're you're fighting and you try to reconcile and stuff. Um, but I feel like Susie is like the Undertale anti fan. Because all of this like wacky, whimsical, like fun-loving shit is happening around her, and she hates it. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, "This is all bullshit." Um, so it's like very much like that classic kind of stranger in a strange land, but the version where they just hate everything that's going around them and think it's like, you know, it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They they just hate all this wacky stuff, and they just want to like get to the solution and the conclusion. Um, 
but yeah, it's like this great kind of recontextualization of Undertale and just kind of like a reexamination of like what that game was like. And it's really ridiculous, like how good it is. And it's also some of the funniest writing I've ever read. Like Toby Fox is probably now like one of my favorite writers just because they can, he can hit a punchline just so well. Yeah. Like there's a part where you get new um, people in your party and every time you do it, there's like a classic kind of like Final Fantasy flourish <laughs> where it's like, doo, 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 like they join your party. Um, and there's a point where uh, one character is going to join your party and they like start swelling up to the music again and they're like dancing across the screen like to join <laughs> you and your group. And yeah. so it's just like, no. <laughs> it just cuts everything. It's like, stop. We're not doing this. Very um, good. But it's some, it's phenomenal. It's right. And it's billed as chapter one, hmm. but Toby Fox has come out and said he doesn't know if he's going to do any more of it because hmm. just because of this, apparently the scope of the game that he has planned might not be done in a like human lifespan or whatever, whatever he's <laughs> described it as. Okay. Um, because apparently this game was in the works before Undertale and then he switched to Undertale and made Undertale and then came back to this. But uh, yeah, people should definitely check it out definitely like i should play undertale and, finally uh, yeah i should pro- i even own it and yeah. i just haven't i i even started it and i just stopped playing it i think that's what happened to me i just like got high and wandered off like wait in real life what <laughs> no no sorry that's a south park joke that i really like <laughs> oh. it just sort of describes my thought process where i don't understand how i just I'd stop doing something and forget yeah. about it. Yeah. I, I've been having a lot of trouble mainlining games recently because I've had like Fallout 76, Red Dead Redemption 2, and all these other games. And I think I need to stop buying games and need to sit down and start playing more stuff. But I, I also like played some Undertale and then left and came back. But even when I first started playing Undertale, I thought it was just super funny and engaging. But it still took me like maybe two or three months. Yeah, like for Christmas, I got uh, the, the Pokemon and Katamari and like Kirby, a Kirby game for my 3DS. And I just like, I haven't barely touched all three of them. So what you're saying is we should take <laughs> another hour and a half and talk about all that. <laughs> oh, geez. No. That, no that, we, that's why I didn't bring them up was I was like, I haven't really done much to say yet. <laughs> right. I think I think we should focus on the games we have and try to like, I would really, and Deltarune's free. So there's like no reason not to play it. Yeah, I need to get it. Um, so maybe we should do like a group play of of Delta Rune. Um, when we have the full crew back on the podcast soon, maybe. Rest in peace, Will Blanton. Rest in peace, <laughs> future baby daddy, Will Blanton. Uh. Um, we also had this this uh, obviously if you've been paying attention to Steam, there's been a lot of stuff happening between Steam and, and Epic and a bunch of other stuff. But we didn't um, get to that at all. We didn't get to that, and <laughs> but that that's not going away anytime soon. So that's Maybe gonna new be new details. That'll be a topic range. that I can keep. But this Randy Pitchford stuff, we need to bring that up because you know that's on a that's people, got a shelf life. The yeah. people needed to know. The people need to know <laughs> what Randy Pitchford is doing. <laughs> what vile <laughs> stuff is randy pitchford up this week oh my god find out next time on my magic podcast where we talk about a new magic trick that you can do also in the comfort of your own home yes (laughs) in the in the privacy please just 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 close the curtains (laughs) keep it indoors (laughs) oh but uh yeah like i said we have a a lot of other games we're going to start building up the guest list again get some more guest recordings and we have some some other stuff planned that we're, we'll we'll get into 
uh, later on. Okay. Um, Alex knows. He just can't remember right now. I guess I can't. Um, but uh, Jeff. Oh, that stuff. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Jeff. Thanks for coming on. I hope you had a good time. Thanks for having me. It was a good time. Where can people find you? Oh, God. Yeah, I, I don't even have a personal site. Uh, I'm on Twitter as underscore Jeff time. Jeff time. Yeah. Underscore Jeff time. Underscore Jeff. Jeff, Jeff time was taken. People got to so. add underscores to shit. It's the worst. Yeah. Also, I'm a programmer. So, yay. Hey. Yeah. But you can find him at his job. Yeah. You can find <laughs> me at my job. Uh, but yeah, mostly Twitter is pretty much the only place I'm, you know, internet active. Check out the game he, uh, Kirk Musney and Tyler Rosen made yeah. for Global Game Jam. It's on RVA Game yeah. Jams. Fruit Words. Fruit Words. It's on RVA Game Jams.itch.io. And you can read the rules there. It's a physical game. Yeah. It is a physical game, and it's interesting. It's fun. Yeah, but it's yeah. It was it was a fun time trying to figure how figure out how to design a board game around what you know that initial theme Tyler came up with. Mm-hmm. The theme was he wanted to do like language evolution kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. but I meant the theme for global. It was oh, oh the theme for home. global was home. Yeah, no, no, no. It was it was more specific. It was like a sentence. It was like what home means. Yeah, to what, you. what home, home means, means to, to you. you. Yeah, um, which might as well just be home yeah um cool but yeah thanks for having me of course mm-hmm. was that your first jam yeah uh no like part of the yes group? yes yeah. that was the one you were the there first for one. ld but you... yeah but i didn't participate in right ludum dara um ludum dara we all need to start saying ludum dara what ludum dare <laughs> ludum oh! dare yeah <laughs> alex yeah where can people find you they can find me at twitter at g-h-o-d-a-n underscore that's godan underscore um and uh or they can just shout at me if they see me on the streets on the so. mean streets of richmond <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah you're supposed to put the underscore after the name right jeff no that's where the cursor is when you're typing it out in command prompt obviously no <laughs> my my private variables in my classes are underscore prefixed got mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. at least not are you a snake case guy oh yes Fuck. i'm snake case for variables and camel case for types okay all right it's the way Russ does it, and I really like it. Okay. If you got a system, you got a system. Yeah, I can't fine, fair enough, it. fair yeah. enough. You can find me at Dylan Alvento, and you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts at ward-games.com and on Twitter at wardvideogames or on your podcast app of choice. Uh, just search Wardcast. Give us a review. Helps us out dearly. I hope everyone enjoyed all the uh, random shenanigans we got up to in the past month with MAGFest and... Awesome games done quick and packed south and then having Clint on last weekend when he was up here for Global Game Jam. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we are now starting up our regularly scheduled Wordcast and we'll see you again next week. <laughs>